Once upon a time, in a server room not so very far away, a young hamster by the name of Poppy quietly scurries away, providing power for the local navigation systems. A sudden and instant surge for navigation permission from 10,000 travellers takes Poppy, the local neighbourhood and, almost certainly the rest of the galaxy too, by surprise. Stunned for a moment by the influx of requests, Poppy and her administrator stare in shocked awe, while, further afield, a million voices cried out in anguish as a voice gently says, The servers are dead, but our mics are live! Good, 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 good evening, gentle truckers from Studio 4. Joining me in this very small studio this evening are an inestimably awesome array of artists. That's correct, isn't it? Artists. <clears throat> we have our very own with us, uh, Norma Snockers. Good evening. The boob-obsessed Lou Stockers. Good evening. Has anyone seen that Rudy fellow? Oh, he's sadly indisposed this evening. Anyway, as per tradition, it's time for that bit where we do the bongs and the headlines. So, <clears throat> without any further ado... <clears throat> Hodden decides to embrace... Intimacy? Gnosis to visit Hutton to to Enact Rescue. Distant Worlds Exhibition fill up hyperspace to bursting. Cannon can, but often cannon can't. Lou has the lowdown on the BGS. And Norma knows about CGs. This week brought the disturbing news that Hudden Orbital has moved. Hudden authorities were quick to act and immediately dispatched a batch of We're Moving cards to all and sundry. It transpired after some investigation that Hudden has not only moved, but shifted a whole point one of a light year closer to Alpha Centauri. Dire warnings about cheating on the Hudden run are now meaningless since it now appears some dastly pilot keen to be top of the heap somehow pulled off perhaps the ultimate way to win the fastest Hudden run award. Judges have been called in and rules are being evaluated as we speak. The gravity of the situation has probably not really been affected by its movement, but it probably explains why Hutton drifted and, thanks to some karma heads, it's been determined that the move is nothing more than the orbits of Hutton and Eden conspiring to bring Hutton closer to Alpha Centauri, rather than being due to devious shenanigans by the ever-crafty hotboxers. 
In related news, it has been revealed that the ginormous galumphing gnosis has been dispatched forthwith to Hutton Space to help fix the erroneous supercruise distance. However, since the move has been explained away by science, the gnosis is instead attending as an excuse, and a pretty poor one at that, for a party to celebrate the demise... Sorry? Oh, not demise. Departure. Isn't that the same thing? Retirement? That do? Okay, retirement of the galactic intern who will be heading for Pastors New. Sources deny that the galactic intern's leaving is anything to do with his extracurricular guitar playing or his singing and that he's simply looking for a career advancement, a career advancement, a wage and possibly a proper job. Earlier this week, a plethora of pilots pushed the processors and the galaxy to the point of implosion at the start of their epic Distant Worlds 2 expedition. Almost as one, 10,000 commanders pressed the big red frameshift drive button and as one, knackered the galaxy's navigation systems, filled hyperspace to bursting and, in a breath, generated the sound of a million voices crying out, "No!" Investigations were still continuing a day or two later, and the same thing happened again. Once would be careless, but twice? Yes, that's Distant Worlds 2 right there. Reports are unclear as to whether any of the pilots involved have managed to even make a jump or two. Suggestions have been made that perhaps making more than two jumps is a tad ambitious for some commanders. In the meantime, in anticipation of further issues, the Galactic Navigation Authorities have placed an order for additional hamsters and extra strong cups of coffee to keep them awake for the next event. Good evening, trackers. Atrus5060 reporting in once again with all the latest intel from Canon Research on the Thargoid Menace. Well, I've also had an update from those crazy hollers over at Operation IDA. Thargoid infestations were reported last week in Plady Sector HR-W and D1-41, HIP-2843 and Madras, and incursions happening in HIP-117960 and Bagusuk. Anti-Xeno pilots were successful in fighting off the Thargoid incursion in both HIP-117960 and Bagustock, whilst also repelling the Thargoid's push in the Plady Sector HR-WD1-41. Both HIP-2843 and Madras unfortunately were attacked successfully by the Thargoids. Oh dear. Madras remains infested. Oh dear. I've got a cream for that. And Reddy Dork in HIP-2843 was damaged, putting HIP-2843 into an incursion state. Pilots are needed to help evacuate civilians from Reddy Dock and fight back the Thargoids in the combat zones. This week, Eagle Eye is reporting Thargoid infestations in Salino, Pleione, Atlas, HIP-117960, Nian, and Ross56596. Bloody hell, it's a bit of a party. 
It should be noted that all these systems were previously targeted by the Thargoids, so it remains to see whether this is a bug, <laughs> pun intended, in Eagle Eye, or whether the Thargoids are complete and utter bastards, and adamant about claiming these systems for themselves. Project IDA would like to remind everyone that repairs are still underway at Cleaver's Prospect in Pleiades Sector HR-WD1-57. In addition to this, there are currently four stations still burning for almost four weeks now. What have you been up to? They've done everything they can to put the fires out and get repairs started, but the fires keep burning. The Pilots Federation has been petitioned for more assistance. Your mission this week, trackers, assuming you haven't run off in the distant worlds to expedition, will be to defend Solanio, Pleione, Atlas, HIP117960, Nian, Ross569596, and Madras, and repel the Thargoid incursion in HIP2843. Not much to do then, is there? Good luck out there, trackers, for the mug! Amazing news! The gates at LHS 340 are about to open. The lead of 11% looks quite comfortable, but in such a small system, large swings are possible. In fact, the gap closed by... Oh, hang on, that was yesterday. That shows how fast it moves. Someone bought Alvin a chew toy from the shop and that settled the system down. Ignore all of that, LHS 340 is out of bounds as always. Epsilon Indy, that's the place to be. Feel free to do as much hot work as you like in there. Jet Allied are quite close, but with such an enormous population, movement is slow. So all we need to do is have about a billion missions done to raise us a couple of a percent. I'm sure we can sort that out. Tomorrow, it all changes. The LP532-81 Gold Drug Empire in, you guessed it, LP532-81 have taken offence at Alvin's handler's habit of playing the classic Grange Hill song Just Say No at full volume every time he visits the system. So much so that they've declared war. In true schoolboy style, this will start tomorrow afternoon behind the gym as soon as Mr Bronson finishes bottle of cheap plunk and Mr Baxter has gone home. Everyone is invited to partake of the usual battle missions, for example, chanting fight, 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 throwing tennis balls from a safe distance, or completely failing to hold back anyone who says, hold me back. Remember, we need to win more days than they do, so we're in it for the duration. We're not letting dirty drug lords take over one of our shiny systems. If you're out in Colonia, you may want to keep your Remlock fastened tightly. King Hanky has been spreading germs all over the system again and has put Dorizo into outbreak. Tia is still claiming it's not in a state, mum, it just needs a quick hoover. And Eol Procol Centauri is investing. What in? I daren't ask. The instructions are, for Eol Procol Centauri, bounty hunting, handing in those bounties, missions and passenger missions, and help Colonia Citizens Network win their election. For Dorizo, bounty hunting again, but don't hand them in there. Medical missions and passenger missions, because of the outbreak. For Tia, missions, passenger missions, handing in bounties, and if you're feeling naughty, you might want to shoot a few clean Tia technology ships. 
but you didn't hear that on this show. Now, have they got smaller or have they got further away? We'll find out next with Norma Snockers. This week's CGs are out at Waypoint 2 of the Distance Worlds 2 expedition, one mining and one bounty hunting, and you don't even need to be part of the expedition to take part. More later. On the far side of the bubble. On the dark side of an airless moon. On the slightly more interesting side of a ravine. There lived... The Engineer. The Engineer can make your lasers... More powerful. Your engines... Speedier. And your gas tank... Really, really big. What do you want? I want fish. Wait, what? That's right, fish! Carp, char, chub, jack, loach, crabby, monkabate, prickleback, soul, snook, snake, tang, wahoo, wabagum, banjo, banga, snook, soul, shad, scat, Come on by with the long nose cat. Noodlefish, nibblefish, northern squaw. Huma, huma, nuka, nuka, wapa, wapa. What about Swedish fish? Why the hell not? Thanks, mister. You're in the wrong commercial. Well, shit. Fish, because, you know, space. Um, did any of you watch the Frontier Farewell stream for Edward Lewis? If you're not familiar, the story was in tonight's news. Edward Lewis announced earlier this week that he would be leaving Frontier Developments for Pastures New, of which he did not specify. And obviously we will let you know as soon as we know. Uh, we um, immediately contacted him to see if he would come on for a chat. And frankly, I think he, find, he is finding this a, a far more uh, emotional uh, exit than he probably expected and therefore has um, requested I think the Frontier stream was the closest anyone was going to get with him being able to finish sentences and even at that he wasn't very good, there was an awful lot of onions I think um, any of you catch it? I saw about the last half hour and yes there was a lot of um, catches in the voices and people obviously holding things back I mean I missed it, sadly. Oh, you, I mean, it really was. They had a beautiful video um, documenting footage from the various um, live streams that he's had uh, over the year. Yeah. Over the year, And they were, I think, you know, it, it was beautiful to see all the different events. There was some LaveCon footage in there as well, which was nice to see. You know, what they didn't have, which was spectacular and will be one of my favourite memories, was... When Ed came up to the Elite Meet in Glasgow and uh, did a live musical set for us, uh, including a song which he dedicated to Zach and um, all the things that Zach had done for him. And uh, he had us all in stitches when he announced that the song was called Why Did You Steal My Job, You b****? Um, and <laughs> that typifies, I mean, I know it's a bit strange to pile in more of these things and talk about our memories of what essentially is one of the best community managers uh, of any th- game we've ever had the privilege and um, luck to be involved in over the years. 
from his Hutton convoy and making him swear live on Frontier Stream, which was just beautiful moment. Um, to the support that he has sent our way over the years has been just exemplary and what a bloody lovely individual he is. He's an absolute joy to know, to talk to, to work with um, and just yeah, what a, what a huge loss for Frontier and what a huge hole for poor old Will to fill when he's uh, finally got over the loss of his sort of left hand as well. Um, I don't know. Very no, big just, shoes to fill. Let's just clear that up. I don't mean that Will lost his left hand. Or <laughs> that he fills that hole. No. Yeah. Ex- wow. I didn't see this going that way tonight. Um, excellent. That <laughs> Sorry, escalated it's, quickly. Ah, that went right down the clutch. Um, no. Aquarius, you are going on a long journey. The zero G is doing funny things to your brain. As the moon passes through your sign and the lunar cycle is tied with your body, if faced with pirates on a full moon, you stand a good chance of winning. However, beware of Uranus when fighting a full moon. here with this week's Community Goals News. The two CGs this week are Distant Worlds Mining Initiative and Distant Worlds Combat Initiative. The Amiga Mining Corporation has requested deliveries of raw materials for a new Orbis starport to be built in the heart of the galaxy. The construction of the starport constitutes part of the ambitious Distance World 2 expedition. Project leader OMS Kamsel told the media, The Distance World fleet is privileged to be at the forefront of this ambitious industrial and scientific initiative, humanity's first starport in the galactic centre region. Independent miners are invited to deliver shipments of indite, gallite, praseodymium and cobalt to Omega Mining Operation in the Omega Omega Sector VEQ-B5-15 system. The initiative begins on the 17th of January and will run for one week, and if it's met earlier than planned, it will end immediately. Uh, to be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering indite, gallite, praseodymium and cobalt to Omega Mining Operation in the Omega Sector VEQ-B15 system. And the Combat Initiative, the Omega Mining Corporation, has requested deliveries of raw materials for a new Starbase starport, Orbis starport, to be built in the heart of the galaxy. To protect those contributing commodities to the initiative, the Omega Mining Corporation has placed a kill order on all ships on its wanted list. 
This initiative began today on the 17th of January and runs for one week. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in bounty vouchers at Omega Mining Operation. On only bounty vouchers handed in after signing up will count towards your personal contribution. And that's this week's CG News. You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. Galnet News Digest, 17th of January, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Nova Knockout in Paresa. A minor inconvenience. Intellectual piracy gets OK from IHO. Turbulence hits galaxy. A small departure. Nova Knockout in Paresa. Nova Imperium has been resoundingly defeated in Parisa by forces loyal to Emperor Arissa Lavigny Duval. Senator Denton Petraeus reported that virtually the entire organisation had been wiped out. He emphasised that the Empire will not tolerate insurrection. It's not clear at this stage what's become of the Imperator or of the young pretender Hadrian Duval, but it seems unlikely that either of them will be troubling the Emperor again. For a very long time. A minor inconvenience. Plans to build a new Orbis starport to be located close to the centre of the galaxy suffered an equipment supply problem this week. Many of the Distant World's two expedition members have been arriving at the Omega Mining Operation Base in Omega Sector VE-Q B5-15 over the past few days. Having taken a look in the outfitting department at the E-grade mining equipment on offer at the so-called mining base... Many of them turned around and started heading back to Shinrata Desra to get some proper equipment. Some of them had got halfway back when the message came through that a complete set of mining equipment would be in stock at the Omega mining base by Thursday. And so it turned out. A huge consignment of mining equipment arrived, including the very best abrasion blasters, subsurface displacement missiles, and the famous seismic charge launcher. The only thing missing was pulse wave analysers. The wholesaler was apparently completely out of stock. Despite this minor inconvenience, the mining effort is now well underway and there's every confidence that the new supermassive visitor centre at the centre of the galaxy will be opened on time by a suitable dignitary, perhaps Commander Zulu Romeo, the first commander to return safely, with news of Sagittarius A-Star. In related news, some reports say that as many as 300 Distant Worlds 2 ships were destroyed at the view 
in HR 6164, an unexpectedly high G planet. Intellectual piracy gets okay from IHO. The Interstellar Health Organization has approved Vitadine Wonder Drug Nanomeds, despite an admission that the drug is a direct copy from the intellectual property of Simguru Pranav Antal of Utopia. The reasoning is that the medicine was copied from drugs aboard a crashed utopian medical transport, which were declared legal salvage. The only stipulation from the IHO is that the drugs must be distributed by an established pharmaceutical company, not Vitadine. At this stage, it's unclear whether Vitadine will work with the federal Vandermeer Corporation or the Alliance and Independent NeoSalve Incorporated. Pranav Antal has so far failed to make any comment, but his aides are reported to be keeping well back. Turbulence hits galaxy. The Pilots' Federation is said to be regretting its decision to host its vast arrays of galaxy servers on a fleet of belugas flying through the atmosphere of Foundra's world, following a series of catastrophic stability incidents. The servers were fitted in the belugas to avoid paying taxes. The Pilots' Federation has had exclusive access to atmospheric flight for several years, making the planetary atmosphere one of the safest places to keep the servers. However, the Pilots' Federation did not take account of storms in the Founders' World atmosphere, and the extreme turbulence the fleet of belugas would experience as a result. The past week has seen extreme turbulence affecting the galaxy servers, with some of the servers so unstable that they've fallen over, really fallen over, onto the floor of the beluga. Commander Dav Stott is reported to be running round trying to tie the servers together with bits of bungee cord to keep them upright. He's tripped over the power cord twice today, resulting in additional downtime. Normal service will be resumed as soon as possible, but maybe a bit intermittent. For a while. Possibly. A small departure. Holovid presenter and Pilots Federation stalwart Mr E.C. Lewis has signed off at the end of his last ever programme. There will be no more biscuits. There will be no more Mr Blobby and no more Ed Nolans. Ed's 38 will become not Ed's 37. The average height of attendees at Lavecon will be just that little bit taller. All the best ones were here. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, 
I'll trade anything to earn me more credits. But what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lake On Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lake On Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. Chuckers, he's old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, and I found myself way around this damn Thargoid wall. Unfortunately, the damn tech monkey done decided to pick out a station antennae, but don't work with my ship's radio no more. If it ain't one thing, it's a damn another, I tell ya. Now you might wonder how we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way. Why, if you ain't already got this damn part memorized, then you ain't no trucker. Now repeat after me. You can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as watching cow give birth, as dealing with a Draxor-fueled gin-induced rampage as having fuel shoved in your damn tailpipe by Flossie. Mm. <laughs> as having to bike up Mount Tidy backwards. <laughs> and of course, dealing with government shutdowns. <laughs> so whatever. Let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them rabbits in the field, Commander Cometborn has the lead with just over 48,000 300 light years jump. Don't know if you did anything noteworthy last week or not, but congrats on doing your part this week, Commander. Commander Aiden is a name I recognize, and he decided to pop a few pirates in the face. In fact, he popped about 51 million credits worth of them, much to the Don's chagrin. Pop, 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 like popcorn, <laughs> but not as tasty. This week, our top mission trucker happens to be the man who put truck. I'm <laughs> sorry, I did this one wrong. Let me try that again. This week, our top mission trucker happens to be the man who put track in heart attack. 
<laughs> and who got himself tracked with 470 mission points earned. If you ain't already done, guessed it. It's old Texas stew. Sounding like what happens before I get myself another child support payment. Commander Spooge. I'll let that one settle in. Commander Spooge transported and sold 42,000 tons of cargo this week. He bought an extra 10K, but it was chocolates and tequila, and I consumed them all. Driving the Hutton short bus this week, our very own window liquor, Commander Antares Fusion, transported 5,011 willing, willing passengers around the galaxy. That's a lot of windows to be cleaned. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is now held by Commander Litho Breaker, and not that pizza guy, <laughs> at one hour, 23 minutes and nine seconds which he done just a few days ago. So you think you got what it takes to beat this? <laughs> Apparently the stars are in the right alignment for it. So download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. But if you want to hear it called out drunk and disorderly like, then fund my naked margarita organization so as I can get trashed before the recording. Now don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own hunting decal for your ship. Hunting Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. Only ships in the galaxy with your very own Edward Lewis blow-up doll for them long trips in the void. Ah, Edward, sing for me again. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? 